I was born in 1937 and lived all my life until I went to college in a little village 30 miles north of Clovis, New Mexico, USA. It was wheat field country. It was total country. The village I lived in probably had about 10 people living in that village. I didn't know what it was to hate other races. We didn't have any other races. Everybody was white. But I knew what it was to hate white people (laughs) because the natural man hates until he's born again. So even though I didn't know about racism, I did know what it was to hate other people, but they were white, and we were all white. When I got out of college, I moved to Odessa, Texas. At that same time in the late 1950s, a movie came out called Gentleman's Agreement, where a newspaper reporter played by Gregory Peck was going to write a story about being Jewish. And he decided to pretend he was Jewish in the New York City area to learn about racism. I found that show to be so shocking. It just seemed insane to me. I couldn't understand any part of that show. I was playing in an orchestra at that time in Midland, Texas. I talked in that area. I said to my standmate in the orchestra, I've just seen this strange show about hating Jews, and I don't understand it. I don't think I know anyone who is Jewish. She said to me, I'm Jewish. And I said, you are? Her name was Sylvia Sadovnik. <laughs> I was so undereducated. I moved from Odessa, Texas to Dallas, Texas. During that time, I became roommates with a teacher from our high school where I was teaching. She was the most prejudiced person against black people that I had ever met. I couldn't understand it at all. It made no sense to me. I certainly knew what it was to hate people. But I could not understand this race situation. And yet the race situation is hatred toward other people, but because of race. Recently, I looked up the word race in the Bible, and it's not in the Bible. And I looked up the word racism in the Bible, and that's not in the Bible. So I asked God about this subject of racism. And I heard these words, Jews and Gentiles. I think in the eyes of God, it is Jews and Gentiles. You're either Jews, children of God, children of Israel, chosen by God, or you were Gentiles in the Old Testament. But God made a way for the Gentiles, to come to God through faith as he spoke the word of God to the Gentiles. So he made the Jews and the Gentiles as one through faith. But the natural man 
does not understand any of this. They just live by their own flesh. If you have a cat or a dog, you very well have opportunities to see the flesh at work. Because if there's a thunderclap or a noise that frightens a cat or a dog, that animal just runs any direction it can find to run. And that's the way humans do. They react by their own flesh. We are all born of the flesh of man. And we do the works of the flesh. And many people try to be good without God. They try to be good by their own thinking. And it becomes so perverted. The uh, commissioner of the National Football League revealed that his younger brother is homosexual. And he spent his childhood defending his younger brother. And he's very much in support of homosexuals. He does not know the scriptures on the subject of homosexuals. I don't hate homosexuals. I hope you don't hate homosexuals. But the scriptures show us God's thinking about homosexuals. Start reading at verse 21 of Romans 1. Because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God. Neither were thankful, but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools and changed the glory of the uncorruptible God into an image made like to corruptible man and to birds and four-footed beasts and creeping things. Wherefore God also gave them up unto uncleanness through the lust of their own hearts to dishonor their own bodies between themselves, who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshiped and served the creature more than the creator who is blessed forever. For this cause, God gave them up unto vile affections. For even their women did change the natural use into that which is against nature. And likewise also the men, leaving the natural use of the woman, burned in their lust one toward another, men with men, working that which is unseemly, and receiving in themselves that recompense of their error, which was meat. And even as they did not like to retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over to a reprobate mind to do those things which are not convenient. The Bible shows us that the acts of homosexuals and lesbians are opposed by God. And they are sins. The act of drunkenness is sin. The act of fornication and adultery is sin. In the Bible, in Galatians chapter 5, we are told about the works of the flesh. If we look at Galatians 5, Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Verse 19. Adultery fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, 
hatred, variance, emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, envies, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like, of the which, Paul says, I tell you before, as I have also told you in time past, that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. I was baptized in water when I was 15, and I thought I was a Christian. But when I was 37, God said to me by his spirit, Joan, you know these mistakes you've been making all these years? Those weren't mistakes. Those were sins. And I reacted, oh, sins? I thought they were mistakes. See, I didn't know I was a sinner at the time I was baptized in water when I was 15. But after God spoke this to me, my eyes were opened and I knew what I was doing was a sin. And I turned and because God caused me to be born again and gave me a new heart and gave me a new spirit, the Holy Spirit, and taught me about the Holy Spirit and how to follow the Holy Spirit. So I didn't do those things that I did before I was born again. And my attitude on everything was changed dramatically. Born again is equivalent to change. It's being changed by God. It's not by making up my own mind not to hate somebody. It's by having the Spirit of God in me so that in a situation where someone does something, The Spirit of God can rise up and cause me to love where at one time I would have hated. We see so many things today where human beings and organizations try to do what is actually right, but they're trying to do it by their own flesh. I have a story about a National Basketball League professional basketball player. And this is just an outstanding story because he changed his name legally to World Peace so that the NBA would put on his basketball jersey the name World Peace. A few weeks after this appeared on his jersey and the story came forth, this same basketball player was suspended by the NBA for fighting on the basketball court. New Year's resolutions, you say, oh, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that, I'm going to do this, and you break them. We cannot change our heart. We can want to do something, but we can't change our heart. God changes our heart. Only through God can real change come. In October 2021, a story came forth about a football coach, the NFL football coach, John Gruden. He had sent some what they called racist emails. And they saw these emails. The New York Times printed the emails. And the National Football League, they were going to take swift action against him. And a few days later, he ended up resigning, and the owner of the football team said, I have accepted his resignation. He didn't comment on it. 
I'm sure this man's career is over in football. He apologized. He said he didn't mean to hurt anybody. It was very clear to me this man's simply a man of the world following his own flesh. They didn't tell what he said that was racist. But I went to Internet and looked up that email. And what he said was against a black man, and he had developed some type of offense concerning this man. And he said his lips are as thick as Michelin tires. Of course this is evil. Of course this is hatred. And he didn't realize it was hatred. He didn't realize it would do harm against the man. He didn't realize he was offending the man. He didn't have any idea he was doing this. He later apologized and said he didn't know he was hurting anybody. He didn't want to hurt anybody. He was sorry. He still, his career was over. He had been a broadcaster, sports broadcaster, and I'm sure they won't take him back. He's ended his career's over. And I'm sure he's very bewildered now. I feel sorry for him because he doesn't have God. He doesn't understand things of God. He just understands the flesh and lives by the flesh as the world does also. The people who are in the world and support homosexuals, they don't know the Bible. They don't know what the Bible says. They don't serve God. They really don't even think about what God thinks about it. They don't try to find out anything about God. They just live by their own flesh. Proverbs 14, there is a way that seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. We see it all the time. We who know the Bible constantly see people going in a way of death, a way opposite to the Bible. Every way opposite to the Bible is a way of death and destruction. They stumble and they don't even know what they stumble over. This is what we read in Proverbs. Their way is a way of darkness. But we who belong to God have not only the light of the Holy Spirit, but we have the Holy Scriptures to show us the way of God and to make us wise unto salvation. And we are changed from the inside after we're born again. We're changed by God. And we are given the Spirit of God to guide us. And the Spirit of God searches the heart of God to reveal to us what to do in the specific moments of this life. And the fruit of the Spirit of God, when we're following what God shows us by His Spirit, the fruit that comes forth as a result of what we do is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, and temperance. Galatians chapter 5, verses 22-23. But they're automatic. We are not setting out to love the person Inside us, there just bubbles over a type of love for that individual. Love, joy, peace. These are things that come from within, from our heart, from God by His Spirit. 
It's as if we've thrown a rock into a pond. Ripples go every direction as a result of that rock. When you are following God and doing what he tells you to do, the results will come forth. The fruits of the Spirit will come forth. We never try to hurt somebody in any way. And we don't try to get even with people. Instead, we learn to forgive them because God forgave us. We didn't deserve to be forgiven. They don't deserve to be forgiven for what they did to us. But hopefully God will forgive them. So we learn a different way of life. The disciples of Jesus, the ones in the books of uh, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, they, uh, somebody offended them. And they said to Jesus, well, do you want us to call fire down from heaven to destroy them the way that Elijah did? And Jesus said, you don't even know what spirit you are. The New Testament church, we're a different spirit. We're born of the spirit of God. It's not a spirit where we set out to get even with our enemies. In fact, Jesus said, love your enemies. Pray for them who offend you and despise you. That seems impossible. But when we're following the Spirit of God, we find that happens. Instead of hating those people who do wrong, we have an understanding that we too were like them before we were born again. And we choose not to hate. We choose instead to do what the Spirit of God shows us to do. But the world doesn't have that. Now, God looked in on the world to see what man was doing. Genesis chapter 6, verse 5. And God saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every imagination of the thoughts of the heart of man was only evil continually. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. How about today? Don't we see incredible violences where individuals go into places and just shoot people? Where protesters get out in the street and riot and break windows and do violence, thinking that they're doing good, even while they're protesting because of the wrong done by the police violence, they turn around and do violence very often because man does not have it in himself to know good or evil. That's God who knows good and evil, and God puts it in the hearts of us who are born again and leads us in the way of good. But Jesus once said to them, Why do you call me good? No man is good but God. Well, God looked upon the earth and it was filled with violence. If he looked today, he's going to see violence. Verse 12 of Genesis 6, And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt. For all flesh had corrupted his way, God's way. They had turned to their own ways. Well, we know, of course, God destroyed man with the flood. In Ezekiel 36, the prophet says, speaking for God, verse 26, A new heart also I will give you, and a new spirit 
will I put within you, and I will take away the stony heart out of your flesh, because your heart was so hardened, and I'll give you a heart of flesh. And I will put my spirit within you, says God, and cause you to walk in my statutes, and ye shall keep my judgments and do them. That's Ezekiel 36. So the heart of man is evil, but God was going to give him a new heart and a new spirit, and that's what we see today in those who are born again, is that new heart and new spirit, the spirit of God that produces the fruits of God. But you cannot produce the fruits of God without having the Spirit of God. So the NFL and such organizations try to set up rules which they think will be good. And they require the players to follow them, but they can't change the heart of the player. That player will continue to hate until he's born again. Because only when God gives him a new heart will he stop racism, will he stop hating. Up until then, it just continues like it always has from the beginning of time. So Jesus says, John chapter 3, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Basically, he can't see things of God unless... He's born again and given the Spirit of God, and he is given the Spirit of God at the time he's born again. All people who are born again by God have the Spirit of God in them to lead them and guide them and teach them and show them the will of God. Jesus says, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh. And these good works of the world are born of the flesh of their own ideas. And one way or another, they're perverted and corrupted because that's what man does when he touches something, is corrupted, unless that man is being led by God. And that which is born of spirit is spirit. So it is the spirit of God that is in us that shows us what to do, shows us the heart of God, and we do that, and the fruits of the Spirit come forth as a result. But it is only God who can change our heart and give us a new spirit, and that is the thing that changes us as individuals. But you can't set up rules and change people. It won't work. For you can't change their heart. They will hate. They just may not let you know they hate. But they will hate. For it is the work of the flesh. And they are flesh until they're born again. Then they have both flesh and the spirit. And they choose to follow the spirit. Then there's no condemnation. When we walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But we have a choice. The people of the world have only their flesh and their own ideas. And until they're born again, that is what they will do. Though they want to do good often, but they can't see until they're born again. And no man is good but God. And after we have his spirit, we see good and evil. Therefore, in 2 Corinthians 3.17, it is explained 
Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. He's not like the person he was before. If you are born again, you know this. I'm not anything like I was before I was born again. I was so changed. At one point, my cousin, who had been Church of Christ all her life, taken to Church of Christ as a baby, and she was 40 or 50 at the time she said this to me, I had been born again at that time, and I was talking about God and things of God. And Jean looked at me and said, Well, I believe you're a Christian. I just don't know how you can be one. She didn't understand being born again. She thought it was all by the will of man. I really wasn't offended by Jean. I just laughed. It is a mystery how we can be a Christian. Well, we are a Christian because of God, because of the will of God, because he chose to reveal himself to us, and he changed us. Not of our own will. It was strictly the will of God and his mercy. Thank you for allowing me to speak this to you today.